Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. I started in myeloma nearly 25 years ago. And at that time, the average expectation of life in someone with myeloma was maybe one to two years. But even just in this last 10 to 12 years, we have doubled, if not tripled, the average survival of patients. I saw a new patient this week, and we had this conversation that based on what we've done over the last decade, my expectation is that patient's going to live more than 10 years. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Coach Steve Show podcast, where today I'm going to talk about bowl games. You know, it is bowl season in college football. We're going to discuss them. Are they important? Do they have the same weight as they used to? Uh, We're going to talk about some comments made by commentators over the weekend that some stirred up some conversations. And we're going to discuss this back and forth on today's episode Before we dive into that, please hit the like button and the subscribe button to the Coach Steve Show YouTube channel. Uh, You know, leave a comment, be a part of the conversation, like and subscribe uh, wherever you listen to your podcast, literally anywhere. Uh, Please follow it, rate it, be a friend, tell a friend. Uh, 
Uh, also, check out the podcast on ColorCast. ColorCast is a commentator, a sports commentary app. And you can also do live podcasts, which I'm doing now. This I'm on ColorCast right now. We have the podcast going on. It's only for Apple devices right now, but it is coming for Samsung and Android. I promise it will be there. Um, this podcast is also brought to you by the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. If you head over to bellyupsports.com, check out all the podcasts and content there. This podcast is also brought to you by Coach Stone Football and is back to the basics, books, and drills. If you go to coachstonefootball.com and check out all of his books on football drills, practice planning, game planning, and much more. His very first book is over five or 600 pages. It's, it's quite incredible. Uh, he has so many books out there for everybody that's using youth, high school, and even college. We all got to get back to the basics. Uh, so go to CoachStoneFootball.com. Check out all those books. You will never have to look up another drill again, I promise. If you're looking for an energy drink to help you with that midday pick-me-up, but you don't want all the crash that happens after about an hour or so, or you're looking for something to give you the energy, like a pre-workout before you run or go to the gym without the jitters, well, Swift Lifestyles has just that for you. It's a clean nutritional drink for any part of your day. It comes in a tub of 30 servings. I recommend the bubblegum flavor. Um, so if you go to swiftlifestyles.com, use the code Coach Steve Show, all one word, you're going to get 15% off your order. Uh, go do that. It helps let them know I sent you. It helps support the podcast. The bubblegum one's delicious. I can't say it enough. Swiftlifestyles.com. Coach Steve Show, all one word, for 15% off your order. Okay. So, it is bowl season in college football right now. And it's an exciting time. And it's always been an exciting time for college football when you get to a bowl game. But today, we're going to discuss have bowl games changed you know i believe there used to be about 20 to 25 bowl games now there's been about 30 some bowl games growing up now i've never played in one obviously but you watch them they were always really fun now i'm not saying they're not fun now you know i guarantee all of us coaches that aren't coaching all of us sports fans college football fans i guarantee you during december during december You were watching bowl games if they were on because it's football. I guarantee you on New Year's Eve, you were watching the playoffs, which used to be bowl games. Now we'll get to the playoff thing in a second. That's beating a dead horse. I guarantee you on New Year's Day, if you were able to, you were watching bowl games, the New Year's Day bowl games. They're a lot of fun. And bowl games are so back in the day for younger guys the college football championships were made by a computer okay they would put into a computer their schedule who they beat how much they beat them by whatever it was some type of computer and there were some humans involved and you would pretty much take the top two teams in the nation and they would play it out for the college football championship so you kind of knew if you lost a game, definitely if you lost two. I mean, it's still kind of that way now, but if you lost two, psh, forget about it. You're out. If you lost a game, psh, you're probably out. And that's where the argument came from 
for non-power fives, and we'll get to that. You know, if they go undefeated, it should just be teams that are undefeated, right? So that's where that comes from. So bowl games, is, you know, used to be where I don't even know if way back in the day, if you went six and six, you made a bowl game. But I know for sure if you went seven and five, seven and six or anything like that, it was really like your, uh, you know, the postseason. Okay. That was for you. That was what you've earned. You know, you earned the, the bowl game. Uh, way back in the day, probably, I don't know how long they've been around, but I know some of the commentators we've had in the 90s, early 2000s, bowl games really did mean a lot. I'm, and now I'm saying this in a way because I do think they meant more back in the day. Okay, but we're going to stay with me now. It meant that you got to play another game. Now, here and there, it wasn't a huge thing, especially when we were all you know, in middle school or high school watching it, or at least we didn't hear about it as much, of players opting out. It seems like every year you're getting more and more to opt out. Now, what that means is they have decided either to not play because they have this lingering injury and they don't want to make it worse, understandable. Other players opt out because they have been told by scouts, an agent, people connected to the NFL that they are going to be drafted at a certain spot. Hey, you might be a first-round draft pick at this position. Hey, you know what? You might go in the third round, and you're going to get millions of dollars. Okay. Some of these kids and some of these players, excuse me, they're not kids. Some of these players come from nothing. Now, some of us come from nothing or middle class or lower class. But some of these players statistically have nothing. So when they get the opportunity to go make some money, they're going to go make the money like we all would. If someone said, hey, you're going to be a second, third round draft pick and you're about to make millions of dollars a year, $3 million a year, whatever it is, even if it's a million dollars a year, you're going to take it. And the reason why they opt out of the bowl game is because they want to stay healthy. They don't want some freak accident thing to happen in the bowl game. So if they're a mid-first round or a top-second round, they go play a bowl game and they get hurt. And depending on what the injury is to come back, maybe it drops them from second to third or fourth or fifth. Now each round you're costing yourself up hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not a million dollars or so. That's why we've seen more and more as the years go on opt out. I also think you're seeing kids opt out. I mean, it's for that reason. But they're opting out more and more. Some are opting out because if they don't make the playoff now, it seems that it doesn't matter. You know, the argument for expanding the playoff is automatically there's teams out there that go, we don't have a shot. But it was kind of the same thing when you just had the top two. Most teams kind of knew, hey, especially when they lost a game, hey, we're not going to make it. So that's where the bowl game comes in. That bowl game is supposed to be, you know, a chance to put more film together. It's a chance to play. So we're going to talk about both sides. And I will be a little bit all over the place, but 
you know, that's just that's just what we do here. Bowl games to some people mean nothing. I have seen all over social media for the past probably at least three years how bowl games mean nothing, nothing at all. So when these players are going to go to the NFL at, you know, whatever, opt out, it means nothing. My argument to that is, now, I had a many, many conversation with a coach about this. This is not me saying I'm right or wrong. This is not the LeBron conversation where sometimes I can get a little heated. This is just me from observing. If you've got some stars on your team that are going to go to the NFL without a doubt, first, second, third, fourth round, whatever, when they opt out of the bowl game to not play because they want to focus on the NFL, there's a part of me that wants to, or looked at this and said, well, isn't that a little bit of a slap to the face to some of those other players? Because here's the reality of the situation. Unless you're always watching Georgia or Alabama, a little bit of Clemson, and stuff, and, and teams like that all the time, yeah, most of those players are going to the NFL. But when you watch other Power Fives, you know, uh, maybe Oklahoma State and Baylor. Now, no offense to them, but you can watch that game. No offense. If you're watching Oklahoma State on offense and, and, and Baylor on defense, maybe one or two of those guys are going to go to the NFL, maybe three. So right now you got 22 guys on the field, one, two, or three might go to the NFL. Then you flip-flop, you have Baylor's offense and Oklahoma State's defense. Maybe three or four of those guys tops go to the NFL. Okay, so let's go somewhere else. Let's watch... Hmm, let's watch like Colorado State play BYU. No offense to BYU. Or any of these teams. Oh man, only maybe one of those guys are going to get to the NFL. Unless it's an unrestricted free agent. So do we get what we're saying here? Like realistically, these guys that go to the NFL. Yeah, there's a lot. But there's a ton that do not make it to the NFL. And so when you look at it from the outside, looking at when these guys opt out, it goes, okay, well these guys that aren't going to go to the NFL. Maybe they're not going to get drafted. Maybe they're probably going to be free agents. And not make all that big money. Maybe they're a practice squad player. They stuck by that player all season. You know, and maybe for a year or two. To help them win. It could be a lineman that's not going to the NFL. But help block for that quarterback or running back or wide receiver. Uh, This might be a linebacker. You know, that's tackling guys to help out. That type of thing. So that's for the outside looking in. When they opt out to me, that's a slap in the face to the teammates. Now, I had, uh, I'll just shout out, shout out to Coach Dustin Mills, who has been on this podcast a couple times, said, well, we don't know, I'm paraphrasing, we don't know the whole situation. Sometimes it's good. Probably that player's had conversations with those players, and they're going to show up to the game and stay on the sideline. And I said, okay, I get it. You know, if it's, again, it's the outside looking in, if, if, if they have it already like talked about, they understand it, they're there to support them, they're at practice, whatever. There are some that have opted out that you see that just go. Like, they're not there. It's those type of guys that show that they don't care about teammates, and that's why being opted out looks kind of bad in a certain way. 
but they need the money. Now, this has been a conversation for a couple years, and you have some that opt out because of that. I think, I believe some opt out just because. Oh, it's a bowl game. It doesn't mean anything. I think it does mean something because if it didn't mean something, you wouldn't have seen teams when some of these co- teams had to cancel because of COVID trying to jump at it. You wouldn't have seen Rutgers try to play. You wouldn't have seen Brent Bielema send a tweet out saying, waiting by the phone to put us in. Uh, there wouldn't be a thing altogether. Now the whole system needs to change. I think it just needs to be one giant playoff. Uh, I think you got to give more teams an opportunity for a playoff, but I think you've got to keep the bowl games. It's a, but I think you need to stop letting. I hate to say don't let six win teams in because if Illinois ever goes six wins, like oh, I'll get to a bowl game. Maybe just make it where seven wins get you in or or something or whatever. And I've talked about the playoff thing before many of times, but that's what happened. But what really started this talk was Kirk Herbstreet and the crew, they had some comments. Um, You know, Kirk Herbstreet's on uh, game day. He does, you know, he's one of the top college football analysts. I don't mind him. Some people uh, don't really like him. Um, So let's just just look at one of the articles if you didn't see it. Um, only four teams, Alabama, Cincinnati, Michigan, and Georgia qualify for the playoffs. Other decent to good teams played in various bowl games. Those teams included many players expected to be taken in the NFL draft, and many of those players decided not to play in the bowl games as precaution. Um, they wanted to avoid any chance of serious injury that could potentially cost them millions of dollars in the NFL, but Herb Street questioned the players who decided not to play on game day. He said, I just don't understand if you don't make it to the playoff, how is it meaningless to play football and compete? Isn't that what we do as football players? We compete. I don't know if expanding the playoff is going to change anything. I think this is an era of player. Just I think this era of player just doesn't love football. In the last sentence, I think it's an era of just guys that just don't love football. They say it comes off as an old guy back in my day, get off my lawn. Um, Then Desmond Howard chimed in and said, kids these days have a sense of entitlement. Now, several hours later, because this exploded, it was all over the place. He tweeted, just wanted to clarify some of my comments from earlier. Of course, some players love the game the same today as ever, but some don't. I'll always love the players of this game. And sorry if people thought I generalized or lumped them all into one category. Um... So, I mean, like Desmond Howard joined in and he said these kids have a sense of entitlement. Uh, you know, you know, Herbshire was talking to him like, you know, when we played, you know, we didn't opt out. We do everything. And there's other coaches that have come out on podcasts or verbally on whatever and said the same type of thing many of times before. Why would you opt out? You need to play. Like, no matter what, we're going to play. Well, this happened. <clears throat> this comment was made. Going into this, and I'm paraphrasing, uh, Matt Corral, the quarterback for Old Miss, kind of said the same thing a couple days ago. I think he had a statement saying, you know, yeah, he's going to go to the NFL draft, but he would not be where he is without the players. He would not be where he is without his teammates. So he wants to do one last hurrah with them in this bowl game. 
And I trust me, guys, you know, I'm on both sides of this. I had this podcast episode planned out when I saw that, heard Herb Street talk. I said, this is it. I know a podcast topic I'm going to do. And then the perception changes a little bit. Matt Corral played. He was playing. Gets tackled the wrong way. Gets taken to the locker room. Has a leg injury. He's done. He's on the sideline crying. Hurts his leg and his knee. Hopefully it's not super, 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 super serious. But that opened my eyes even more on he could lose millions of dollars if he broke his leg upon millions. Now, well, let me say this. So this kind of clarifies as to why some of these guys opt out. But I think his is different. You know, he came in to fight for his players. Now, if he loses millions of dollars, that's just sad. So this is why players opt out. And I think as of right now, at this moment, I'm sitting here going, okay, if you have the opportunity to make millions of dollars and it's 100% real that you're about to make millions of dollars in the NFL draft, at least for a year, because, you know, they can get drafted and be a bust, but they have the opportunity at least that year or two years or three years, they're going to get some money. I'm wondering if this opting out will change because of the NAIL stuff. Because you have people reportedly like a Bryce Young who's already made a million dollars. You know what I mean? Is that going to change the opt-out saying, well, I'm making money anyway for these bigger time guys. Maybe I'll just continue to play. Maybe it doesn't matter. You know, I don't know if that will change anything. But seeing Matt Corral get hurt in that moment just kind of showed why players like that do opt out. I think it's the players that opt out and they just kind of disappear. They're not at practice. They don't stand on the sideline for the bowl games. They don't do that. That shows me that they don't care. But if to dust to Coach Mills's point, if they have it already talked about with the teammates to opt out, talks about how much they care, but they have this opportunity and the players are okay with it, great. And that's something that we may never know unless it's verbally put out there. So this is coming down to a personal decision. Yes, the competitive side in us, some of, you know, people talk about old school ways. Yes, I talk about old school ways and never say this is the way we've always done it. Never say, you know, certain things. But some of the old school ways still need to be talked about and can still work. So the old school way is we want to compete and play. You want them to play. Because you never know when it's going to be over. But this goes both ways. You never know it's going to be over. So you might as well play in the bowl game. But at the same time, what if you get hurt? And that is the end of it. And you can't go in the NFL. That And it's the players that aren't going to the NFL that opt out that I have a problem with. But one thing I don't like to see is bowl games be quote-unquote titled as meaningless. To me, they're not meaningless. They mean something. This gives guys maybe more film... For NFL, with the transfer portal the way it is, maybe it gives them more film for stuff like that. It gives guys more reps going into the offseason. It gives you an opportunity to maybe play another team that you normally wouldn't play. Like we just saw a great game with Notre Dame and uh, Oklahoma State. They probably would never play each other because Oklahoma State's in the Big 12 and Notre Dame's independent. It's a great game. There was other great games to be had. 
you know, the Purdue uh, Tennessee game. They're never going to play each other. So it get, does give opportunities to play a team you never normally would play. It gives other schools opportunities to beat a team. Like when you saw Boise State beat Oklahoma. Like there's been great bowl moments throughout the years, you know, like the Statue of Liberty play with Boise State and Oklahoma. It just gives you all that stuff. Like the like I'm a Tim Tebow guy. Great Tim Tebow finale when he played in the Sugar, Sugar Bowl, and I think they beat Cincinnati. And he threw the ball for like 500 yards. It just gives you glorious moments in college football. It gives you a chance to watch teams that would never play each other. Great stuff. And it kind of matches up of, you know, SEC is not doing too hot in bowl games. So it's fun to have the conversation of, well, the Big Ten beat the SEC or the Big 12 is beating the SEC or whatever it is. It's fun. So it gives you opportunity. But what else gives you that opportunity is a playoff. So the playoff needs to happen. But I think bowl games need to stay there. But what happens is it's about the money. So they make a lot of money on these bowl games. But I just hate seeing people title these bowl games as meaningless. They are not meaningless. But you have to weigh your options. If I'm a guy that's going to go in the first round of the NFL draft, don't say I'm not playing this meaningless bowl game. doesn't mean where Herb Street was trying to come from, I think, is you play no matter what, no matter what the circumstances is. And he's saying that today's day and age, if you're not playing for the championship, then what you, why, what's the point? Well, they're already put in that situation because of a, the, the situation they're in. Because, one, there's a ton of college football teams. That would be a humongous playoff. Huge if you try to get every single one in that made a certain record. So that's the problem. Uh, but, again, like if you expand it to 12, there's still a whole ton of teams that wouldn't make it. So I think the whole thing just needs to be revamped. You need to scale back the regular season. Maybe you do regions. Uh, maybe you expand it to 25. So then the first round gets a buy and the rest play each other. But you scale back the regular season. Whatever it is. Or maybe just have all the conference champions play in the playoff. Uh, but that's a lot. You have a lot of conference. It's like there's, there's, there's ways to do it. And I think either way will be okay. But no matter what we do... It's going to be the same conversation if you try to have bowl games. Or you know what? They just don't have the bowl games. But then my argument is if you don't have the bowl game and it's only the playoff. So once you know there's no playoff, you're not making the playoff and there's no bowl game to play for. When maybe their last two regular season games won't, they try to opt out and say, well, these are meaningless. You know what I mean? So I just don't know if it's going to go both. Like That's the type of stuff we're always going to deal with. Um, I don't think these guys don't love football because I think you have to love football to play at that level. Now, the level where you absolutely have to love football that people don't talk about enough is like Division threes, Division twos, even some one double A's. Those guys probably love football more than Division one players because Division one players are getting the money. They're doing this. You know, they're more about this, more about the glamour, whatever. The love of the game comes from Division three players. Those guys love football because there is no athletic scholarships. There's only academic scholarships and grants and all that stuff. They still pay for school, but they love football. So those guys love football more than Division one. But to play at that level, even you have to love football. So I see what he was trying to say. It still is that old school thing of you're going to play no matter what, uh, Maybe some things are soft. Again, I don't think players have changed, but things around players, social medias of the world, um, being videotaped, you know, whatever you say can be taken out of context. They can take clips of something. Like even this podcast, they can take clips of it and do whatever. You know, you see it with 
Joe Rogan's of the world and everything else. They can take clips, do whatever they want. They can do this. That stuff has changed. I do think parenting has changed. I think coaches have to adapt to that too. So just, just this whole other thing. So I see what Hershey was trying to say, but he said it in the wrong way. Just come out and say like, hey, if they have an opportunity to make millions of dollars, if they've talked to the coach, they've talked to the teammates, they're around, it's fine. But these bowl games are not meaningless, and we need to stop saying that they are meaningless because they mean something. They mean something to the university. They mean something to the players that maybe just love that school. They mean something to alumni. It means something to the players that do not play in the NFL. Uh, it means something to maybe some of those walk-ons that finally get to dress, but they still don't play. They're kind of the practice squad guys, but they're there, and they go, my hard work had these guys for this bowl game. So it does mean something, and I'm just saying we need to stop saying that they aren't, that they don't mean anything. They do, because how many of us that did not play at that level would love to play in a bowl game? How many of us would just love to play that at all? So this is just, a, again, some of these are my opinion. Some of you are what I think. Some, I don't even have an answer because you can go lean either way. And this is for you guys to maybe think, yeah. Because remember playing NCAA football on Xbox, and this is way off topic, how, how cool it was when you were doing the games. I made this bowl game. I made this bowl game, you know, or whatever it was. And then as we were growing up, yes, I do think bowl games meant more back then before they – really put their foot down on this BCS championship with the top two. And then this college football playoff thing happened, you know, is expanding it the right way. Probably because you see FCS do it. You see division twos, division threes, high schools. There's a way to do it. It's not going to happen next year. Hopefully the following year. But I also am saying, I think we'll have this conversation no matter what happens expanding the playoff, not expanding the playoff. We're going to get this type of talk somewhere. Get rid of the bowl games. We'll get it somewhere along the way. So that's why we got to try to hold on to some of the bowl games as much as we can. Make the bowl games the playoff. Maybe give teams an opportunity to go play another team. Like, there's so many infinity options we can have. But to sum it up, bowl games are not meaningless. We have to be okay with some guys opting out for the right reasons. Get on the guys opting out for the wrong reasons. Guys opting out that don't talk to their team. I just say, see ya, I'm out of here. And then praise the ones that do opt out the right way. And we have to say, in my opinion, and you can think about it, end it this way. Do you think bowl games are meaningless? I think they mean something. They mean something. And that will be the end of this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks for anybody listening live on ColorCast. Again, like and subscribe to the Coach Steve Show YouTube channel. Uh, follow it, rate it, wherever you listen to your podcast. Literally anywhere you listen to your podcast, it will be found there. Uh, stay tuned for maybe something coming down the pipe to expand uh, this podcast for something. We'll see. Um, nothing. It's not nothing big, but just some changes. Uh, again, check out weekly episodes. Do my best get weekly episodes as we're wrapping up college football. We'll get some more college basketball talk. Um, NFL is wrapping up. We'll get some NFL talk. The Bears are wrapping up. Thank God. And we'll get more other things on here. Um, so again, like and subscribe, follow it, rate it, be a friend, tell a friend. Thank you guys so much for listening. This is Coach Steve. And just like Peter Parker.
Parker, we are out of here. redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.